Hi there, this is Marluz and you're listening to the Create Your Normal podcast. I'm so happy that you're listening to today's episode because I think it's going to be an episode that many of you um, yeah, might recognize uh, yourself in and I just want to speak from my heart again. I like to do these podcasts um, just speaking from my heart and telling you guys like what's going on for me and usually what I see is something that I'm going through at the moment is usually a collective thing um, and as we are all I guess most of us um, who are listening uh, of course every government has their own rules but most of us are within most of the time within our homes nowadays we have more time to think but it also allows us to really get deep really get deep with our emotions um, and we might discover parts of ourselves that we weren't even aware of and I say might but it's most certainly the truth um, for most of us um, it can be quite uncomfortable when you discover parts of yourself that aren't the prettiest and need some work and I definitely recognize that and I definitely recognize that I have a long way to go with becoming the person that I truly want to be and of course I act every day from from a, a place of uh, or at least I try to 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 act from a place of love a place of excitement um but it's not always easy to always be, you know, leading from that place of excitement and love. Um, as we, as I said, like we all have had um, different things throughout our lives that shaped us into the person that we are. But I think it's it's most important that we realize that we have the opportunity to create our own normal every single day and creating your own normal doesn't mean like creating a life that you lead for example you want to have a certain career or you want to have a certain salary or you want to have a husband with two kids or whatever like that is part of creating your normal but what I'm talking about is creating um, a reality for yourself that feels good and not only for your physical self but also for your emotional self and for your yeah just for your for your entire being mind body soul and um i guess um i guess i am also guilty of um ignoring some parts of myself and it comes from certain aspects within um, within my emotional body most of the time because we are emotional beings um, we act from emotion um, emotion is li literally um, you know us being in a constant motion we're constantly in we're energy basically our bodies exist out of energy and it's constantly moving um, the emotions are constantly running through our body. So whatever emotions we have and uh, we hold on to, that is what we perceive to the outside world. And that is what people perceive us, of us. And sometimes we're not aware of certain emotions that we hold on to. Um, yeah. Um, and it's about bringing that awareness back, bringing that awareness 
back to yourself and yeah really really embracing the things that you realize and I am guilty myself <laughs> and that's why I like to talk about it because I think some of you might can relate um it's really easy to to realize something and to get that um just on a um just on a surface level I would say but then it's another thing to really make that step and embrace it in your heart to really embrace it and really realize that okay this is something I need to work on um and it might take some time I'm not gonna be perfect working on it it, it's not gonna change overnight and this is something I truly want to work on and as I said that um before I am quite a stubborn person and what I realized these past days is that I I really noticed that I had some unresolved um, things within myself, unresolved emotions. And it was mostly anger. I had a lot of anger build up in my, inside of myself. And I guess a lot of us that walk around with anger, confusement, sadness, or, you know, any, any type of emotions, but we don't really know where it comes from. And most of our Im underlying emotions, at least, um, are store, are, are um, really from something that happened to us. Um, and it can be any event. So it, it can be, um, Maybe you were a kid at school and your parents didn't show up because they were too late. Um, but you really vividly remember that, okay, I was left. You know, you felt abandoned maybe. Uh, maybe it was that your father walked out of, on, on you and your mom, for example. So you, f you have that abandonment wound. Um, but it can, be, it can be anything, really. It also can be that, for example... Your parents were always busy working and you felt like you weren't really appreciated um, as a kid. So there was not enough attention given to you. So you always feel like you need to outperform everything. Um, it can be so many things. It can be also that you were also a little bit different growing up um, as a child and you always find a way to blend in because you didn't want to be different so you're you became a people pleaser um, all of our actions are kind of we can um, trace them back to early childhood events childhood events and so forth so something that I want to talk about is um, our defense mechanisms um, because we live in a day and age, I think, where there's a lot of judgment going around. Um, of course, we judge. Um, everyone judges. Um, of course, when you... That's like when you make a first impression, right? You you instantly judge a person. It can be good and it can be bad. It can be positive or negative. Um, but we all judge. There is no escaping. Uh, escaping. But the thing is that um, you can also judge yourself or judge others without really knowing that. And 
some of us has to have to live through it and experience certain things to kind of realize what made them so judgmental. Um, but ultimately, I think that judgment comes from fear and judgments come from us not accepting ourselves truly. Most of the negative emotions we perceive and we act um, upon are usually based upon fear. It's, it's, yeah, it's something you need to come to terms with and need to realize because, um, for example, I... I, I realized these past days that I'm I'm quite a stubborn person, but being stubborn can have their its negatives and its positives, right? So me being really stubborn, you can also say that the positive side is I'm very purpose driven. I'm very focused. I'm very when I want something, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna go after it. Um, but the negative side of it is that I sometimes I forget to listen. I sometimes I talk too much I don't really hear people because I've been so used to be this go-getter and to really change everything but what I've I've started to notice is that sometimes being quiet or truly listen deep listening um and deep listening really means that you not only listen and hear what the person has to say, but you truly, truly hear them. You see them. You truly care about what that person has to say. And I guess this was this. I, I of course I I listen to people. That, uh, don't get me wrong. It's not like I'm totally in my own world. But what I realized is that. Okay, I I always want to have the final say. Let's so let's say it like that. And as I said, it can have these positives, but how can I trace it back? Where does it come from? And it basically comes from me um, feeling I was not enough as a kid, having the feeling that okay, I was not accepted for who I was. Um, and that sounds very deep maybe, but it's. I think a lot of us are walking around um, with some of this childhood trauma, uh, we call it. Um, and it's, it's basically, yeah, just a feeling of not being enough, not being accepted. And then you you form certain coping mechanisms. For me, one of my coping mechanisms was always to to kind of have the last words and to do all the research about a certain topic so I knew everything about it so I could outperform someone else. And so I, I really formed this kind of outperforming myself, outperforming others, being this overachiever. Um, I really did that to kind of cover up me being myself because I thought I can't be myself, I'm not enough. And yeah, um, it's, it's something that I kind of came to terms with these last two days is that, okay, I knew I've been, you know, I've been on this track of truly finding myself and truly coming to, I don't know, living more from intention, more from the heart. Um, yeah, just being, yeah, more 
I guess, more a whole human being, but I'm still working on it. So I'm not perfect. Um, and yeah, I truly, really, really realized that even with the, starting this podcast and um, me also looking into my career options and everything is I always want to outperform myself. And there's this part of me that I feel like I need to out like overperform and I realize these days why why am I doing that actually um is it serving me any good um and it came up in my meditations it came up while I was walking outside um we can still go outside uh, with maximum two people here in the Netherlands and yeah I kind of realized that it doesn't make any sense like is it serving is it truly serving me um and I had to come to terms with with that and say no it's not serving me but it it, it is it's kind of bittersweet sometimes when you realize um a, a kind of a negative thought pattern or um yeah a toxic pattern that you've been holding on to is sometimes it's bittersweet because it served you for so long it, it was in your life because it protected you from from many things because we all have coping mechanisms it's healthy and it's natural and some of them are negative uh, and some of them are positive me doing yoga for example i perceive that as a positive coping mechanism but if you have a, a negative uh, coping mechanism it can be also an addiction like alcohol or cigarettes or drugs um or love addiction or anything like that um yeah that i perceive that as negative and I've come to terms with, okay, me kind of trying to outperform myself. Am I serving myself? No. Am I causing more stress on myself? Yes. Um, is it serving anyone in my environment? No. So it's, I would say it's a negative one. And um, yeah, I've been kind of trying to come to terms with that because it did serve me for a long time. Um, and now, again, I have to step up to the plate with being more vulnerable and being more of my authentic self without trying to be outperforming myself. So I have to stop the competition. Um, if you, if you um, recognize this within yourself, is that maybe you have some patterns that in these periods you have some more time to think maybe and you realize that this really frustrates me and you can trace that back, like try to tra trace it back for yourself is, okay, um, something is coming up, for example, you've been, you've had, have this certain anger or fear or it can be anything. And for example, it might be a fear you're going to lose your job and you think about it constantly. I'm so afraid. I'm so afraid. I'm so anxious. Try to ask yourself, why am I so anxious? Um, why? So just ask yourself a simple question, why? And then you might come with up with an answer, for example, because I don't want to lose financial control. So there you have your answer. Um, but then you can ask second, why? So why don't you want to lose financial control? And then you come up, for example, with an answer of, I've always... And, experienced financial instability within my life and I'm afraid to lose that financial control so 
then you come to the root of your problem. Then you really come to the why. Um, so now you kind of uncovered your fear and your anxiety to now you have your answer because I had always had financial instability when I grew up. Um, and now you have your answer, but you're probably thinking, okay, what am I going to do with my answer? Because it's all great to have an answer, but you, of course, want to have a resolution as well. So what I would recommend to you, if you have your answer there, um, try to see what you can do with that. Um, so, for example, you now realize that you are afraid to lose financial control and you have all these fear-based thoughts around finance. Um, try to reframe that for yourself and think about, ask yourself again a question. Um, how? So instead of why, now you ask yourself, you came to the root of your problem and you ask yourself, how can I change this? So how can you change your financial beliefs, your financial worries? Um, I would recommend you to look into different options. Um, you can even Google it. How can I reframe financial mindset, for example? Google along and see what there, what comes up. Uh, for example, you can do um, uh, different mantras, money mantras, and re repeat them for yourself every single morning. So, for example, I have enough money to to make ends meet. I have, I am financially abundant. There is enough money for me to to live a happy and healthy life. So, write them down and say them to yourself every single day and you will see that so now we're really starting to work on reframing our our belief system we're now really starting to work on okay there's a deep and underlying issue on something that you perceive so you have anxiety it was traced back uh, into a certain issue uh, an underlying issue for your you so experiencing financial instability and now you can ask yourself, how can I change this? Now you can be proactive uh, in changing your mindset. So for example, doing those money mantras or for example, putting um, putting some financial goals on your calendar and really work, start working towards them. And this can be, this is another challenge. So life is about challenges all the time, right? So now it's about really proactively working on those things that um, need work. And yeah, that's why I talk about it, because it's ultimately we always keep evolving and working on ourselves. And I always see it as we are stagnant. We we don't grow if we don't work on ourselves. So there's always work to do. Um, and, and I understand that it's not always the most fun thing to do. But you will see when you start working on it, because if you start saying those money mantras, if you start planning those uh, financial goals for yourself, you will see that your whole perception will start to change. And that's so much fun. Like you will see your world around you change, your reality and ultimately your thoughts around a certain topic. So I hope um, this will give you some insight in uncovering your yeah your fear-based thoughts around a certain topic um uncovering some issues that came up for you this week um and 
really start proactively working on them with excitement. And when you also, a little tip, my last tip, when you start working on them, don't be afraid of your progress because uh, sometimes we want, we tend to fall back into our own old habits and we feel like we're not worthy or, or deserving. So again, that we can work on that again, um, with meditation, uh, etc. But, um, yeah, it's about uncovering, um, certain issues within yourself and proactively working on them. So I hope this uh, technique asking why, why, why until you're there on the root cause. And if you have the root problem, the root cause of your uncertainty or any fear or anger that comes up, if you have the root cause, you can ask yourself, how can I change this? And then from there on, you can proactively change. Um, I hope this served you guys. I um, wish you all the best. I hope you're doing well and you're healthy and safe and I hope to hear you see you in the next one okay ciao ciao